sorry do you mind asking the question again i got completely thrown off by that <laughs> how are you feeling i'm really good that is awesome yeah um, i have a the few last questions few have been pretty busy yeah i can only yep. imagine because you're such a big in my opinion such a big rap star You have made a yeah. lot of influence on rap. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I've been there a while. So I've been there like, I think it's just 93% longer than most people. So most people when I joined have quit now, only if you haven't. Um, and over that time, I've definitely got better. Like my original stuff was really bad. But now I've got to a stage where I'm performing live. I've had a blog post recently. Um, about my music and I've actually got the stage where I'm getting some dedicated listeners going on streaming services as well um, but yeah I like I like to think it's coming along nicely now I actually agree I am relatively new to rap but from what I've seen you are a really good rapper and you have a lot of potential you're gonna do great thanks so who inspired you the most to turn to rapping oh good question um so as 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 a white kid grew up listening to rap in like the noughties it has to be eminem if i'm honest like everyone grew up listening to him and, and he completely changed the game and and so i was listening to him and he was what got me into rap um and i started listening to more and more rap and then uh tech nine came there's a track a tech nine track came out and i was like wow like this is someone i actually want to try and emulate and he was the person who led me to start writing my own stuff in a specific, quite technical manner. A lot of my raps are relatively fast and lyric dense, but I like to think that they are uh, focused on also like how they're sounding instead of just trying to add in loads of rhymes into them. And so it was like Eminem who got me listening to rap. Then Tech 9 came in and I was like, oh shit. And he got me writing rap. I think that's really good. So what equipment did you start off rapping with? What equipment? Oh, really shit one. Uh, I fir my first ever recorded track was on a SingStar microphone. Um, and do you know what SingStar is out of curiosity? No, I do not. Can you please explain? Uh, yeah. So PS2, so play PlayStation 2, it was a karaoke game. Uh, where the aim was for you to sing along with a song and, try, and it'll tell you if you're hitting the notes or not. Um, and microphone I had. And I started, I started recording uh, very early days. So when I started recording, like most people didn't really have iPhones. They weren't really a thing. Um, and so I was recording on a really shitty PS2 app microphone which the sound quality was of course dreadful um and me being a young teenager had absolutely no clue how to make it not sound dreadful at the same time um and so i made a few songs of that and then i switched to a gaming headset microphone which was marginally better um but not a lot well we all to start off somewhere so i'm glad you didn't did this now you're close to being famous, in my opinion. <laughs> question, okay, question for you. What level do you think 
would make someone actually famous? Like how many, like in terms of numbers, how many streams or subscribers or I don't know, income would you think it would require for them to be in your book classified as famous? Well, for me, high-end famous would be a million streams and up monthly. Yeah. And more low-end would probably be about 100,000, 250,000 because a lot of people, they start rap and they keep going, but they never reach that level because they don't push themselves. Yeah. Yeah, that makes like I was because I was thinking about it because I am at the stage where I am now growing quite a lot. Um, and I was at the stage like, I'm definitely not famous. I'm definitely not famous. I'm very, I'm still, I still classify myself as incredibly small. Um, but I have, it's like I was, I was on YouTube and there was something like 98% of YouTube accounts don't hit 100 subscribers or something like that. Yes. And then it's like another 98% don't hit 1,000 subscribers. Not only that, but... Oh, slight delay. You can go. (laughs) Sorry. But because so much people never reach said milestones, what I have seen is they end up feeling demotivated and they quit. So my question for you is, were you ever demotivated? Did you ever want to quit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think... So it's it's an interesting thing for me. Music for me is a lot of my life been an emotional outlet so when people want to quit when they are sad they're depressed they're angry is a fairly common thing is when they just think about giving up for me when i am in that emotional state rap is my outlet so at the time where i feel like i can't be bothered to continue for whatever reason i just like i just write as a way of sorting out my thoughts and my notes and then a couple of weeks later I come back to it and like this throwaway shit I just wrote is like the best thing I've written in two years um but I go through like massive as I think everyone does I go through these massive yo-yos where I sit down and I make an album and I start releasing it and it goes well and then I finish my project and I finished my project, which was by far the better than anything I've done recently and I've got three months where I'm like oh what next what, what's the next thing to work on? What's the next thing to improve upon? And I don't get the afterglow. Sometimes when people drop projects and they're like, man, I've, I'm glad this is out. I can just let it sit for a while. For me, it's like I release it. And then I'm always thinking about how can I improve myself again? And sometimes that's a bit dispiriting because sometimes I, I think I've peaked. I've never actually peaked. I don't think I have peaked. But sometimes it's that moment where you're like, I don't know how I can ever beat this. Um, and that is at that moment where I'm like, Maybe, maybe I should call it here. And then two months go past and I'm like, nah, I want to get back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's very interesting because I know a lot of people who are demotivated, they end up quitting rap or they just stop for a very long time. And when they come back, they are not satisfied of their sound when really they weren't practicing all those years. So there is no improvement. Yeah. And I think a line I wrote a line I wrote five years ago now, so a long time ago, was that it was something like, they said I should quit rap because all my friends have dropped it. Um, And I was about the same quality as all of my friends five years ago, which for the record is honestly not that good. Um, But now five years have passed and I've got these same friends who are like hitting me up and they're kind of, of like 
asking how I got so good. Um, and, it, and particularly, on, and on rap, if you look at rap bad as well, it's like, um, ev- like I said, everyone I know who started out with, I've also all quit it. And the answer to that question is just like, yeah, it's just cause I keep plugging. And I, even if all of my friends and my new friends have quit, then I'll still keep doing it because it's what I love. That is so good, Nick. Such a good rap, as I've said before. So this moves right along to the next question. You are very talented, but are you signed to a label? Uh, I am not officially signed to a label. Um, I currently have a promotion deal with Enigmatic um, Records which where we're in a trial period they're promoting the current album i'm dropping so i'm currently dropping a track every single two every two weeks um which accumulates in a large album and so i have a promotion deal with them to get it out and if it goes well and we're both happy then i will join the label with them as an official member however that's still like in trial but all of those people are lovely and they all are like really dedicated to the craft so it's looking good so far Very, very interesting. And I think that you said this really well because a lot of people, when they get signed to a label, they just want to rush straight into the, the nitty gritty. But then they end up getting dropped a couple of months or weeks later because, in my opinion, you should sign to a label. Even if you don't necessarily want to sign to that specific label yet, you should sign to a label because, like I said before, you are extraordinarily talented and you have so much potential. But you have some people who are also have potential. They are talented, but they join a label. They don't have that quality as yet. And so the label thinks they're more of a liability and they eventually drop it. Uh, yeah, I think I think I will always, like if, if a good label fit came for me, I would 100% sign it. I think the biggest thing I struggle with is promotion. Um, which is why I, I like the current deal is that I, I write all my own music. I engineer my music. I produce a lot of my music. Um, and the music I don't produce is most of the time, like genuinely really good friends of mine. So I'm based in London currently, and I have a really great friend who produces music with me. Um, and he has a wonderful setup. So a lot of what labels generally offer, such as, oh, here's our beat, here's our cover art, I already do myself. And if I don't do it myself, I have real good friends I can lean on who are willing to help out. Um, so the ability for a label to offer that promotion is something I love. But when it starts going into approach by some label deals, um, a few times and they're always like they want a huge quantity of the ownership of the song and and it feels like i'm making the entire song i've, I've produced it etc uh i don't want to give that over just just yet I, i'd like some more out of the trade yes i totally agree and um speaking of that in the future when you do officially blow up and I'm talking billions of followers. Will you ever indulge in other industries besides rap? For example, the fashion industry. Uh sorry, was the, so was the question like if I blow up, will I branch out into other things? Was that a question? Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So 
a big one for me is honestly tech is a really big one um i am by trade currently a computer scientist and i work in a cybersecurity startup which is a full-time job for me um and in my spare time i have been writing uh i'm not going to say a competitor to ratpad because um because <laughs> ratpad's where a lot of my followers are and i don't want to alienate them um but uh, I think there's a lot of things Ratbag can do better. I think a lot of things that Ratbag can do cleaner. And I think everyone is aware that development on the site is kind of stalled. And yes, updates have been so I, very So I have been working towards of this clean set of apps. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I've got this vision I've been working towards. It's like a clean suite of apps, which has the forums and the social aspects and the ability to share songs, et cetera. But I also, I want it to integrate more tightly with a bit of a marketplace. So we have producers on Ratpad who are skilled, but most of the time it's just, how do we automatically link that with licensing, almost like with BeatStars, or how do we formalize collaborations more and a bit clearer? Um, and, and also the UI is just incredibly dated. So I've got this thing I would love to work on. Um, and I'm sure I will in the future as well. And so that's the first thing I would go to similar to, I think it's Joyner Lucas. I don't know if you've seen that where he's got his suite of apps where it's like, uh, almost a door and a lyric writer built into an app. So a similar vibe to that, I think would be really useful. Were you inspired by anyone or anything to want to be in the tech industry? Uh, I love making things. Is the thing I I like looking back on a day and seeing the things I've created, and I like knowing that I can make the world better and making a better thing that will like stand the test of time. So when I started, when I was young, I originally wanted to be like an engineer and build bridges. Um, and then I realized that if I went into tech, I could build things a hundred times faster. And that's also the reason I like making music. A lot of it is because I like seeing this great thing I've done, which other people appreciate and I can bump and just knowing that I've put something good out in the world. I saw that Fake Love was listed as number two on 20 hit songs of 2021 lists. How do you feel about that? Oh, that's sick. I love it. Honestly, I was um, I was so proud of you. I love it a lot. If anything else, yeah, it was like, so So Dougie, Dougie is a great friend of mine um, who we've made a couple of tracks together and we've got another track together dropping in uh, maybe a month's time. And the new track coming out, by the way, is the best thing I've ever made by a significant margin, in my opinion. Uh, but, but yeah, so Fake Love came out and it was the first time either of us had been in a magazine, uh, which was just absolutely mental. Uh, and yeah, and it's really sick. And now if anything else, it's like one of the things I've been finding is that it's quite hard to approach people and they ask what your credentials are and what do you have to like show off about your stats to, to make them worth talking about you and now i can say hey this magazine has previously posted me 
perhaps you would like to post to me as well. And then they'd look at it and go, oh shit, this person does actually have some clout. This and coupled with me performing uh, at a festival two weeks ago as well, where they sold a hundred tickets. So a small festival, but still a significant thing uh, was an, is an another thing I can now put forward and be like, hey, here's two. I have physical evidence where people have seen me perform and people have thought me are good. And so now at that stage at emails, et cetera, in promotional material, people look at that and go, oh shit, maybe we should check this guy out a bit more thoroughly. But I was absolutely mental. I thought it was sick. <laughs> You said an album is coming out soon. Is there any release date yet? Uh, yeah, so an album. Um, yeah, so like I'm saying, I, I'm, I've made an entire album. I've made an eight-track album, essentially. And it's also being added to continually as well. So if I make a song that I think is good enough, it will get st stuck to the album and stuck to the release as well so i've got this new track with cj dropping as well shortly and i found that albums it's a it's a hard sell to get people to listen to a whole album and also you drop an album and now you've kind of got to promote this large body of work where i think all of the songs be like their own singles otherwise i wouldn't have released them in the first place um and also then your true fans are like, oh, we want more content within a month. And anyone who's kind of interested but not a true fan will only check out the first song or so. If you take the album and you break it up into a long list of singles, right, which is what I'm doing, then all the songs I believe are single quality. And also anyone who's just dipping in, now I have a new piece of content for every two weeks and they can check it out and just dip in and keep dipping in that without having to listen to the whole body of work. And also it keeps the actual fans engaged throughout it as well. So I've with this, I can spread a single album worth of tracks that eight songs into four months of constant releases. Uh, whereas if I were to just drop it as a reasonable sized album, I would struggle with what to talk about in like two, three weeks time. Yes, and I think that that was actually a really good strategy. Now, I would yeah, like to talk about... Oh, you can go on. I was, I was just going to say, yeah, it's particularly the rise of streaming. Like, I have produced albums in the past. I think this is my fourth album now. Um, my earlier ones, like, were quite limited and so it's just learning from it and particularly the rise of streaming and also how I listen to music as well. I regularly check artists I like to see if they've dropped a new track but at the same time I rarely will sit down and listen to a 12 track album so I've, I've been really thinking about how to release this set of music okay well now I'd like to talk to you about some things exclusive to rapper okay so I know me and you tend to release new songs relatively, relatively close date wise but <laughs> yeah You'll always have competition on Rapper. How do you feel about your competition? Do you have anything you would like to say to them? Uh, keep killing it. Uh, I'm not a beefer, I think. I, I am of the firm belief that if people I like succeed, then I feel like I've succeeded a little bit more. Um, and just it just like if they do really well, it makes me want to work with them and hope they do better uh and if they do bad i want to help them improve i uh, like rap isn't a zero-sum game so we can everyone 
can make it and everyone can be famous and everyone can make good music, even if they're not famous. And so to my competition, keep being great, keep making yourself better. Um, and I genuinely get inspired by it to make myself better as well. Like I've been on a couple of ciphers with people from Ratpad and I've done the best I can do on that moment. And then I see a verse comes in and I'm like, oh shit, I can do even better. And then I'll like, I'll go even harder. It's that friendly competition that pushes me forever forward without it being toxic. I admire that you believe rappers can coexist because a lot of people don't believe that. They believe it should only be one main rapper, one mainstream rapper, and then a bunch of non-mainstream rappers. And that is just not how it should be today. But in today's world, everyone is very selfish. Yeah, I think, I think just my point to that is if someone only listens to one rapper, they just don't like rap. And that's fine. Not everyone needs to like rap. But if, if you're someone who's like dedicated to rap and dedicate your life to writing rap, you must listen to like tens, um, like e maybe even hundreds of rappers. And you must know that like, that's not how this exactly works. So I don't know, like not everyone has to be pop. I think, I think I'd quite like to be pop if I'm honest, quite a lot of my inspiration of music is can, can be quite poppy. Um, equally, yeah, I listen to like at, at least 40 or 50 different rappers, all of which like have actual careers from it. So yeah, anyone, I think anyone can do it. And I think we slash, I think we could all do it. When you get famous, where would you like to decide? What state or country? Oh, okay. Barcelona. I just absolutely love the idea of Barcelona. Um, yeah. That, that's one I've actually thought about for a little bit. It's it's both cheaper than where I'm currently based in London. The weather's gorgeous. It's by the beach. It's got like some ancient, like it's got a kick-ass cathedral, which are just like really cool and some cool architecture. And it's also got a really vibrant nightlife and skater scene as well. Um, so just a lot of things that I would, I would love. Well, for me personally, it would have to be in Los Angeles or New York, but that's a very cliche answer to say so. Why are we one of those two out of curiosity? Well, a lot of my inspiration, they either live in LA or New York, so I've always wanted to be there so I can eventually meet them. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think, I think as a as a British rapper um, that a lot of the music I listen to is American. And so there will always be that, like, I don't expect to be able to meet them. And I certainly don't expect to like be able to bump into them. And if, if there was a stage where let's say tech nine hit me up and, and he was like, yo, let's work on something. Then as sure as hell, I can get on a plane. And I can get on a plane from fucking anywhere and, and I'll be there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see if I were to move to a place where my favorite rapper were, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel like it makes it any more likely for me to work with them. Maybe it does. Maybe I'm wrong.
what do you think of the mainstream rappers thing who are relatively new? Um, a lot of them, I can't say all of them, but a lot of them, from what I've seen, is mumble rap. And a lot of people don't like mumble rap, but how do you feel? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a tough one. Uh, melodic rap. Um, I like some of it. I, I don't dismiss it for it being melodic. Like, uh, like I was mentioning earlier, the collaboration with Dougie, I would classify him as a melodic rapper. He uses auto-tune, not a ridiculous amount of it. Um, and his lyrical content isn't that strong. Um, but equally, my God, he makes the catchiest hooks, right? And, and I think that is a point of it. It's more poppy, right? And it has something you can sing along to. And it's got a real catchy hook and then vibrant, like music scene in itself. And that's something like I totally respect. At the same time, there is some melodic rap, which I think is, is less good. But then I think there's like more old school or technical rap, which definitely has that as well. They're not my favorite rappers. I think my favorite new wave rappers is someone like Token. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, I like NF as well. I think he's, he's definitely a new mainstream rapper. Um, and I, I do prefer that vibe. Well, I'm sure you've also heard about the, the baby situation of what he said. How do you feel about that? What are your thoughts? Uh, I feel like the baby's had a lot of situations. So which specific one are we talking about? <laughs> Most recent one with his comments at Roland Loud. Oh, sorry, do you mind telling me, telling me what the comments are just in case? Just so I actually remember what it is. It was a long list of things, but a lot of those were very controversial. Controversial. Yeah. Yeah. It was about the um, from what I can remember, the LGBTQ. It was about oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, I get it. I remember it now. Yeah, I know the one. Um, yeah, yeah, it's the baby. He he said a lot of a lot of things like that. Um, so yeah, I of course I think it I think it's I think it's stupid. Um, I think everyone does have the freedom to say what they want but equally everyone else has the freedom to tell them to shut up they're being a dick is is and and i i think i think in this case like it's it's uh it, they're kind of they're ridiculous views they're ridiculous and often quite like outdated for which have like no reason um so okay yeah he said it congrats um but at the same time if anyone's like, oh, you can't tell him to shut up, he's expressing freedom of expression, then the people telling them to shut up are expressing that as well. So yeah, I, I, it's not something I don't agree with him and I don't think I ever would. Well, from my opinion, from my point of view, I feel like the baby is one of those artists that'll do anything that can get a bag, but there's a certain way you do things because can have your own opinion but if you know it's gonna cause a lot of hate and possibly your music career there's just certain things you would avoid and not do because that's just common sense if you work so hard to go get to a place you should know it's very easy to go get knocked down from your pillow yeah i i, I think that's correct and also it's like uh like musicians are entertainers right 
and you and they are entertainers and they are artists but primarily if you don't entertain then you don't have a job at the end of the day um so particularly like so if you say something like that you either actively don't want them as part of your fan base which is like bad for a number of reasons or you're pandering to a different fan base which likes essentially hate which i think is also part of a fan base i don't want and i don't support i totally agree with your position thank you a lot for answering these questions now if you don't mind can you please show off your talent by giving us a freestyle uh sure okay uh so cool Dancing on strings like a marionette. She's a down bitch. She ain't mad yet. I'll jump to the top like a Harrier jet. I'm a forefather's a carrier's yet. You could fall farther past barrier depths. It's a cool harbor where the chariot slept. I'm a cool carter with the damsel left. I could pull harder with the carriage I kept. You could pick up a chain that sets you free. Enslaved to the life that you're trying to lead what's the point of the name that you're trying to be gotta find a key got the hoist got a haste better find the thief want to make your name but you bite with teeth want to take your lane better find it be because you're making mistakes that you hate to see step to the forefront miss the background bust my chest like i won't be back down skip your crap now this the past now rap on beat but i won't be tapped out make a little wish as you kiss the flat ground make another shit because there is a fat cow flick another wrist as a bit the trash sound wishing that you missed as I spin it flat out so that's that's a small verse from a recent track i've dropped which is bright and early wow you did amazingly well Thank, thanks uh yeah it's a bit weird it's a bit weird without a beat i'm still not entirely used to that if i'm honest <laughs> well me myself i'm not very good at freestyles at all so <laughs> <laughs> well thank you a lot for being a part of today's first episode for the viewers make sure you stream fake love no worries man anytime wish luck Yes, definitely. Yeah. Make sure you check out Trusk, T-R-U-S-C, on Spotify and YouTube and click subscribe and all that good things. Um, and, and the podcast host himself for all of the music. I'm sure he will continue making great stuff. Have a good day, everyone.